This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, February 24th. Corey, we have a pretty loaded Friday for sports across the region. Uh, yeah, in fact, we do. Tonight on KWAD, we have the the makeup of our postponed Section 6A boys hockey game. Mm-hmm. Wadena Deer Creek will host Morris Benson area. And uh, that's a that's a 4-5 matchup. The adjustment on the bracket now is they won't play back-to-back days. Uh, win here, play Tuesday. It'll be at the Mac and St. Cloud. Uh, Alexandria is the number one seed and uh, likely awaits <laughs> the winner of, of this one. So we will have that broadcast of the Wolverines and the Storm tonight, 645 pregame. Seven o'clock face-off on KWAD. That's a that's a big thing you mentioned there, by the way, Corey. Having that game be uh, the second round game be postponed to Tuesday as well, because back-to-back games would have been very tough. Would have been really tough. It would have been tough. This at least, I mean, they could do it, but this at least gives them a little bit of time to rest and prepare and and get fully ready, because this is now winter go home time for them. That's exactly right. Um, we also have section individual wrestling on the broadcast schedule tomorrow evening, and uh, we will broadcast the finals and uh, true second matches. The finals are scheduled to start around 5 o'clock, um, but they will go earlier if they need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is the plan for tomorrow afternoon and evening is the uh, section 6A individual wrestling tournament and that will be at Wadena Deer Creek Middle and High School as well. So, uh, obviously, next week we get going into section girls basketball. The following week we'll open up section boys basketball play. Um, you know, if the Lord be willing and the creek don't rise, we're going to get in a lot of games in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> you know, it's going to be it's the fun stretch of the year. Which sure is. We talk about this all the time. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, to get to dive into these playoffs starting tonight with Wolverine Hockey. Go teams, go teams, go. Go teams, go. Uh, speaking of teams, the Twins are a, are, a, are they are a team. The Twins are a team. I've heard, yeah, they're a, they're a, they're a baseball team as a matter uh, wha- of fact. Oh, whoa, didn't know that. Okay, yeah, baseball team. Yeah. So, they have their first spring training game tomorrow already? Yeah, they do a split squatter. Twins baseball is back. Right? Are you you pumped? I mean, about as as pumped as a split squad game can be. Is this, does... um, Because I think they're playing like two games in a day, aren't they? Because they're playing Baltimore and Tampa. Yeah, that's, it's a split squad. So half of them will go one way, the other half go the other way. Yeah. Do you, does um, spring training do anything for you? It does at the beginning when you see everybody getting back and you just have people reporting on guys hitting baseballs and you can see... Carlos Correa in the new Twins gear and stuff like that. That that part does get you excited a little bit, but it's the same thing with training camp in the NFL. You're like, all right, the Vikings are back. Let's go, baby. And then like a week later, you're like, they're not playing games for another month and a half? Ah. What out of the Twins universe, uh, you know, it's that time of season where the hype train is high. Mm-hmm. 
and there's just a lot of like I I'm I don't want to call them fluff pieces because I that's it's probably disrespectful to it's, what's actually being done. We're in best shape of their life season. But what's the one piece of hype out of the Twins world that you've heard that you've allowed yourself to buy into? So one area I've allowed myself to buy into, and this is a good question because there's a lot of different areas you could look at for this team. So I think some contenders are Joey Gallo revamping a swing. Ken Rosenthal, national media reporter, had a big piece about uh, about Gallo and him fixing his swing and the Twins are the right environment to help him and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. He's a better fielding Miguel Sano the last couple of years uh, and a better base runner. So that plays in, and there could be a bounce back for that. I'm not quite on that train. There's Austin Martin, one of the Twins' top hitting prospects. He was a big piece in the Barrios trade from Toronto. He had a really bad year last year, was hurt. There's a bit of hype on him. I'm not into that. What I'm into is the Jose Miranda is in the best shape of his life, and he's ready. He slimmed off. Some, he got some more muscle, lost some weight, more kind of slimmer in the words of Carlos Correa. Have you seen that body period sexy period? Uh, so I, I think he's a guy who broke down at the end of last season. Everybody that's been the key thing in September. His stats were awful because he just broke down as the season went on. So he made a commitment, trained with Carlos Correa. We'll have Carlos Correa under his wing for a full season. I think I'm buying in on the Jose Miranda takes a step up season hype train. All right, let's ask the other end then. What are you what's the thing that it seems like Twins Media is really pushing that you're just like, I don't know, man. Uh let's go with Rocco Baldelli riding his starters a little bit more. So that was the key thing with last season is that they it was the five and dive, or in the case of Chris Archer, the three and a half and dive three <laughs> and a third and dive right. uh, in an inning. But uh what the twins said is that they are making more of a commitment this year to to riding the starters because they say the starting rotation is better. You don't have Chris Archer and Dylan Bundy on your pitching staff. You have five legit guys and then Bailey Ober and Louis Varland and Simeon Woods Richardson and all these guys behind them. I'll believe it when I see it is basically my general gist with that because in the early in the season, we're not going to see it because it's going to be April and no team likes to let their starter go beyond six innings in April. So once we get into May and then June, if they're letting their starters go deeper, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I think that's totally I think that's totally fair. Do you want to do a little Twins trivia this morning? Yeah, let's do Can it. Can I put you on the spot a uh, little bit? It might as well. Okay, so obviously, I mean, I'm excited. The 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 spring training stuff, the the first games are this weekend. We of course will broadcast some spring training games throughout uh uh the month of uh certainly March. Uh, but you know, maybe some next week at the end of February and and uh, and early April, right? The first game is April, whatever. I think it's March. It is March. Yeah, okay, like so, March thirtieth. Okay, there we go. So we'll be getting into it here very soon. Um, and so it's fun. I always think to kind of look back on some things. These are uh, I'll get to give you the hint: single season records that I'm looking at right now. Okay. Okay, and we'll focus on. The single season batting records. Sure. Can you tell me and uh, uh, who had the highest single season batting average in Twins history? Ooh, I I can give you a hint if you want. Okay, yeah. Uh, he hit three eighty eight this year. If you need a year 
feel free to ask, and I will give you the year, and that will help narrow it down significantly. Okay, wait, what's the year? 1977. 1977. He hit 388. He hit 388. Um, I'm just going to go Rod Carew. It's exactly right. Rod Carew. Rod Carew. Who has the single season record for home runs 49 sing uh what year do i get do i get one? you don't get a year there's only one person this can be uh it's got to be harman killebrew right yeah, yeah he hit 49 in 1964 and 1969 all right so i i'm two for two here who has the single season record for most rbi it's 140 there's a couple different people I could go with. My heart wants me to pick Justin Morneau, but my mind has to probably go back to Harmon. That's exactly right. He had 140 in 1969. Very good, CJ. All right. Single season record for runs scored, 140. Do I get a year on this one? 1996. Oh, I'm not going to get this one. I, uh, mm, uh, was Knobloch around by then? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Knobloch. That's exactly right. It was All Chuck right. Knobloch. <laughs> Very good. Who has the single season record for most hits in a season? That number is 239. What y- Do I get a year on this one? Sure. Let's go 1977. Uh, well, I- I'm going to go Rod Carew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Um, All right. This is the first one that you're definitely not going to get. Okay. The single season record for the most singles, 182. 182. Do I get a year on that one? 1925, CJ. <sighs> All right. Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get old Ironside here. Uh, 1929. Uh, the 1925, only 1925. Not that it matters. Uh, well, the only one I know from that era, what Walter Johnson, but that even probably is too early for him. Uh, and Walter Johnson was a pitcher. Yep. But uh, so I'm just gonna go Walter Johnson because that's the only player I know. That is incorrect. It's something called a Sam Rice. Sam Rice. Yep. All right. Let's keep it going. Single season record for the most doubles, 51. Do I get a year? 1946. I'm gonna go Sam Rice again. <laughs> you think he played twenty? You think he got in his first year 182 singles, and then 21 years later, the most doubles ever. <laughs> yeah, you know it's the dead ball era. Uh, Mickey Vernon is the guy's name. Okay. All right, how about single season record for triples? 20 of them, and it's happened twice. In what year? Either, I guess either. 1925 uh-huh. and 2000. 2000. Okay. Uh, let me go 2000. I'm gonna, Christian Guzman? That's exactly All right. All right. Was Sam Rice the other one? It was not. Ah. <laughs> it was Goose Goslin. Oh, Goose. All right. The single season record for extra base hits. There were 84 of them, and it was 1964. That's got to be Harmon, right? It is not Harmon. It is Tony O. Oh, he kind of flew under the radar on that one. Single season record for stolen bases, 88 of them in 1912. (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead and just pass. Yeah, let's pass on that one. Clyde 
Milan, Clyde Milan. I don't know how to it's say old his Clyde name. Clyde Milan getting down to the old ballpark in all uh, 12. The single season record hit streak, 31 game hit streak for this player in 1980. Uh, 1980? Yep. There's no way I'm going to get this. No. Nope. Uh, uh, um, Roy Smalley? Ken Landro. What? The sing- that, guy, that guy's not a real person. The single season record for walks, 151. He did it in 1956. Uh, Harmon? Uh, Eddie Yost. Eddie Yost. And finally, the single season record for strikeouts, 178 in 2016. 2016? Yep. Who set that? You know. Uh, There's only one person. In 2016, it's got to be old, uh, old Irvin Santana. No, oh, this is a batting statistic. Oh, a batting statistic. Oh, uh, it's got to be Miguel Sano, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Miguel Sano. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody throw out there the other day, you know, like, I wouldn't mind if the Twins brought Miguel Sano back on a Ish. minor league contract. I'm like, no, just, just be done. Get him out of here. Just be done. Just move on. So this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, February 24th on KWAD.